Welcome to AUKUS Amplified from the American Association of Hip and Knee Surgeons, advancing hip and knee patient care through education, advocacy, research, and outreach. Welcome to the AUKUS Amplified podcast. My name is Will Kurtz, and I'm the vice chair of the AUKUS Digital Health Committee. I'm joined today by my co-host and digital health committee member, Ellie Kamara from the Bronx, and we're coming to you live from the AUKUS annual fall meeting where we are highlighting some of the key papers from the meeting today. We have the pleasure of speaking with Vishal Hedjig from John Hopkins, Amita D from AJRR, and Rylan from OHSU to discuss their work titled Increased Revision Risk with Rotating Platform Bearings in Total Knee Arthroplasty, which they received the Rand Young Investigators Award today. Congratulations, Vishal, and thank you for joining us. And now I'm gonna pass along to Eli for the get things started. Great. So we were hoping that we could hear from Vishal first, and maybe you could just briefly tell us what your motivation was for studying this topic. Yeah, uh, thank you both for having us all on. And throughout my training and in practice, you know, I've seen fixed bearing total knees, I've seen mobile bearing total knees. And for me, it was just interesting that the data out there is not very clear. And there's such a stark difference between these randomized control trials and these European studies. And so with that in mind, we figured why not just look at it in the U.S. because we have such a great volume of surgeries here and such great follow-up now with the AJRR that there's an opportunity for us to really understand and define the U.S. experience when it comes to mobile bearing total knees. Right. That's great. Ashmi, can you tell us about the study design and your methods, please? Sure. So the way our database works is that we actually just look at the inclusion criteria. So we just tease out all of the total knees, and then we look at product identifiers for those implants, for the mobile bearing and the fixed bearing, such as catalog numbers. And after we look at the catalog numbers for the fixed bearing and mobile bearing, we just then attach it to all of the CMS data that we get for survivorship curves. We depend on CMS specifically for revision data, and that's what we did here. So we actually just looked at the 65 and over population. That's really important, because that really highlights the, you know, how CMS and the registry are really working together. It's been a really valuable partnership. So we'll turn over to Ryland. Can you tell us more about you know the key findings for the study? Yeah, so the most important finding is the increased risk of uh, all-cause revision that we noticed with the rotating platform bearings. And then our secondary subset analysis from a single manufacturer was really to isolate the rotating platform. We really didn't want to do any sort of investigation just highlighting or discrediting a single manufacturer. So we believe with that, that really just highlights the RP and that we found basically the same findings of increased failure with RP. It really highlights that the RP is what's contributing to that and not any sort of specific manufacturer's design or anything about that implant by itself. In terms of those findings, were you surprised by that compared to the data that you already that's out there? I was a little surprised. You always hear about things like bearing spin out with mobile bearings. There is so much to that design that sort of makes sense from a design perspective as far as their survivorship. So, you know, I walked in really not expecting to see any difference between the two. And, you know, the difference is there. It's a it's a subtle difference. It's a small 0.17%, but it's a real difference between the two designs. I love your comment about it makes sense. There's so many things in medicine that we think intuitively would make sense that it all takes data to really sort of tease out what's actually going to happen in the future. So I guess, uh, Ryland, what would you tell someone who's actively using an RP technology for their primary knee replacement? 
Is there any advice that you'd give them or from your study? Yeah, I mean, this is a population level study. So we're looking at really a, a whole population across the U.S. experience. And so that's going to include surgeons who are high volume surgeons. And that's also going to include the community surgeon who's doing, you know, 10 to 20 a year. And as you know, a lot of people have talked about this, meaning a lot of the knees in the U.S. are still being done by low volume surgeons. And so I think you really have to like look at yourself and anytime that there's technology where there are maybe some unique failure mechanisms like potentially spin out in an RP, those things are going to show up if you look at it at a population. So I wouldn't say that any single surgeon should necessarily change their practice based on our study, but um, I think we all need to just think about those as we look at things on a population level. Vishal, is there anything else that you're planning on studying down the line as a result of this study? Any other follow-up questions that it kind of promoted from you? Yeah, so I think there's a lot to continue to look at. I think looking at PS versus cruciate sacrificing or cruciate retaining mobile bearings would be uh, another good thing to look at. I thought the question about the cement type was very interesting. So I think this is a great start. You know, there's a lot more we need to, to learn about this subject. So just as a take home, can you wrap it up for us and tell us what the main take home from this study was, main take home points for our listeners? Sure, I, I'd say the main take home points is, is that when we're looking at all cause revision between uh, mobile bearing total knees and fixed bearing total knees, uh, out to eight years, there is an increased risk of all cause revision for mobile bearing total knees with the hazard ratio of about 1.3. And you look at the absolute difference in revision percentage, it's about 0.17% for mobile bearing total knees. Well, that's great. Thank you, guys. With that, we'll wrap things up. And I'd like to thank uh, Vishal and Mita and uh, Ryland for joining us today. And we encourage our listeners to stay tuned for our next Amplified podcast. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us for AUKUS Amplified. Visit AUKUS.org to learn more about how members of the American Association of Hip and Knee Surgeons educate, advocate, investigate, and perform humanitarian outreach in the field of hip and knee replacement surgery.